Hello, and uh, welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. I'm Charlie Wallace. Uh, yeah, you sound kind of uh, not super excited to be here, Adam. Uh, that might be your fault. What I do? Oh, oh, that's different than usual. First of all, I did not introduce our guest. Oh, but I wanted to get to the bottom of this first. We need to solve our oh, our I problems. I like to self-introduce because I love the banter of. Oh, like, okay. I I love this void where you guys are having just the two, you know, where it's back <laughs> to the original form, and I'm just like a fly on the wall for a while. Oh wow, well, yeah. Oh, hey, that's Paul Wilcox. <laughs> Welcome. It's Paul. great to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no longer a fly on the wall, a fly buzzing about. Yeah, as we're having conversations, uh, (laughs) landed on a microphone. (laughs) When I go back and listen to the podcast, I listen to all the twoies first. (laughs) None of the oneies. (laughs) Are there oneies? Because I would definitely listen to those. (laughs) Yeah, and this is one of those episodes where we just talk about stuff. And when we did Merry Marvel Movie March, madness is over. And behind us. We just need to we just need to get off some topics. We just need to get some things off our chest. Well, let's start with the big one. The yeah. thing that happened last month. The thing that happened last month and the month of March, the Ides of March, March of Madness. Although is that over yet when this episode is released? I don't know. What uh, sports it's not my forte. Sorry. Should invite <laughs> Alex on. And like a lion, not like a lamb. Uh Oh, I went and I visited Adam. Man, why are you shy? <laughs> Is that the big thing? That I came and visited you? One of them, yeah. Yeah, okay. We did that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, what happened before that? Oh, is this is this uh, vermin related? Uh, is that what we're talking uh, about? This is Charlie tries to guess be, the topic. But, but, but <laughs> you informed me at one point that you had gotten sick. Oh, yeah. I had neurovirus. Yeah. That's, oh, no. that's the worst it is the worst it was almost indistinguishable from food poisoning and i mean i guess it kind of is maybe food poisoning or could be but the reason that well, i'm pretty sure yeah you know, yeah i was pretty sure, pretty sure it was that was because Carl had the same thing like two days before and then i had it and i was like well this isn't like some common food that we ate and yeah that that'll knock you out for a full day when did you get over that the next day <laughs> so it was when uh, it was Monday, so one of our episodes was released late because of sickness, as opposed to bad planning on my part, which is usually what delays the episode from coming out. So you had it on Monday. That's true. I had it on. You were, re- and you had it on Tuesday, or you were recovering on Tuesday? No, I was recovering on Monday. I'd say, like I, I, so I had it like Sunday morning at like one a.m., and then okay. it was basically gone. Or, like, the fever broke, so to speak, at around, like, 5 p.m. or so. And then it was, like, another day of just kind of wandering around being, like, I'm just tired and not that hungry. (laughs) But I can function. And then Tuesday was basically, like, okay, I'm back to normal. Man, when I had what I think was norovirus, it took me down a lot longer than that. Well, I mean, it's all speculation. It was, like... It's the only thing I could guess that it was. I mean, that's why I was, I'm just guessing as well. You know, it's just like, oh, uh, so yeah. gastroenteritis unspecified, high fever. You know? So you had it through Monday <laughs> yeah, into Tuesday. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then you saw me on Thursday. Right. And neurovirus is contagious for at least two days after your symptoms recede. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I think you gave me norovirus. I mean, it's likely. It's, it seems so thanks for a that. Bit. <laughs> I didn't prepare food for you. Yeah, I was unmasked around here, I guess. I wash my hands all the time. I, okay, I don't know what to say because I had it and then you had it. Yeah, in the same span when you came and visited. Wasn't it worth it, though? I mean, yes, but also Jacques. <laughs> it was worth it, but it didn't have to happen. <laughs> yeah. Jacques, sir. Mon ami. I mean, this what I'm realizing is that it could have possibly gone through Connor as like a go-between. Because the yeah, first thing that happened didn't. on the... T- it didn't seem like it. But the first thing that he happened really is like we, had it. we got on the flight... And oh, real quick, before you launch into this, I would just like to say, Paul, I think I'm closer to you in that it has taken me a couple extra days to feel 100%. Oh, okay. And then jump That's... right back up on the wagon like Charlie apparently did. I see. Mine was like about a four-day. It was my Thanksgiving weekend when mm. I had it. Just like yeah. kind of the whole thing, and I was pretty good by like Sunday night. So three, four days, something like that. Yeah, that's about where I'm at. Anyway, uh, carry on with uh, your story, Charlie. Wow. So we had initially intended on going. Gobeski Wallace Report podcast. We had initially intended on going to Arizona to visit you right before the pandemic started. So we assumed that once I had scheduled this again, that another pandemic was going to start. And you were uh, right. It was just a, a way, local one. Yeah, it was just <laughs> hyper localized to just us. Yeah. Celeste hadn't flown before, Connor hadn't flown before, and we just assumed since Celeste had gotten carsick before that we really needed to be watching out for her, and uh, that was not the case. As soon as we the plane got up into the air, Connor threw up over me and Kara, and we weren't allowed to get up out of our seats because we were just starting to take off. And so, yeah, we got to sit around with baby puke on us for like 20 minutes before we just went ahead and asked and said, like, we just... We're not supposed to get up, but we're going to get up, okay? Like, it's starting to dry. Like, <laughs> it's well dried. It's half dried. Can you please get some water? But Celeste had a great time. She thought it was the best. She didn't even notice that it happened. Wait, she thought the puking oh. was the best? No, the flight. The oh. fact that you had been puked on, she was like, that's hilarious. If you had asked her whether her brother puked during the flight or not, she probably would have said no. Oh. I don't think she noticed. She was too busy witnessing the... Yeah, looking out the window. Who had the uh, the middle seat? Oh, Kara had the middle seat. Mm-hmm. So I offered for the middle seat, and she didn't want it, so... Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. Well, it's because, you know, if you got the middle seat, you get to put up the, the armrest and then invade your kid's window seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess the aisle, you get the aisle, but then people keep bumping your elbow. Yeah, keep moving carts down it. All right, so you got puked on. That was minute two of your trip. Right. Uh, everything went well. I caught up with you the first evening, and we tried to decide where to eat. And you were cranky. Now nah, I was a little cranky. And so it was like, let's just go to Cheddar's. <laughs> so we went to Cheddar's. We did. We did. We went to Cheddar's. And it was Is good. that the one we went to that time? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a... That's one of my, that's like one of my top Cheddar's locations. <laughs> <laughs> I made you proud a bit, Paul. I got, I got the eight ounce sirloin. So Ooh, nice. Yeah. They, yeah they make a good steak at that Cheddar's and they all did. the other Cheddar's I've been to, but I've really only been to a couple, but, <laughs> but that one was top notch. And then we went back to your place and played, oh, what was it? It was like the most nondescript name of an Nintendo Dungeon game. Dungeon Magic. Dungeon Magic. <laughs> 
So we had no idea what it was, and it was just it was a little bit much to try First to get First person into. dungeon crawling RPG. Yeah, while yeah. you wash your clothes in our washer dryer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I brought all our clothes over. I said, yep. hey, it's great to see you, pal. I'm going to throw all this in your washing machine. Thanks. Yep. For the last time ever. Why? Because I am still picking bits of paper out of the washing machine. Oh, and yeah. Because then it was like my pants and I uh, must have had uh, tickets left in there or something. And randomly a nail. So I don't know what you were carrying around. A nail? Like a nail nail? What? Like a fingernail? Like a or nail. Like a, no, oh, like, like, a, a, like a finishing nail or something. Huh. huh. So if you were wondering <laughs> where that went... <laughs> I know where it is. Were you just is that how you just like keep your pants together? Like <laughs> I mean, I don't know how would I got that through TSA. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it was near a stud or something. Don't look, don't look at me. I didn't know understand how you did it either, but I asked like, Brian, I was like, Were you washing any nails? And she was like, No, what? <laughs> Put a bunch of screws in there, but not any nails. <laughs> Yeah, the next day we went to the is it the Phoenix? Yeah, it's the Phoenix Zoo. Yeah, that was fun. We saw the dinosaur exhibit, which is a bunch was of animatomic. because uh, <laughs> your daughter did not seem that into it. No, she wasn't really. Like she loved she loved the dinosaurs, like the animatronic dinosaurs. But beyond that, she was like, "Let's like." <laughs> the thing is, with her, you really have to be careful about what you tell her is going to happen. Because if there's something she's excited about, then she doesn't care about the things that happened beforehand. So as soon as someone told her there was like a kid's play section, we're like, hey, look at this cool elephant. And she's like, I want to go play. I want to go play in the playground. There wasn't an elephant. Liar. Well, we thought there was an elephant and then it was a rhino. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she's also sensitive to to deception. (laughs) We're like, wait, it's a rhino. And she's like, I don't want to see that either. <laughs> I want to climb on I mean, stuff. That's fine, but that's not what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see the sloth? No. We can go pet some goats. No, thanks. Eh. She did. She actually went and pet the goats for a little while. Brienne helped with that. And she went and played on the play structure for like 15 minutes. And then we're like, okay, let's go home. And <laughs> back to the hotel. I feel like I can relate to that. Like when my cousin <laughs> had a Nintendo... And I didn't yet. And so when we went up to Gaylord, I was always just like, okay, this, you know, grandma's house is fun, but when are we going to go play the Nintendo? It's all I can think about when <laughs> also when I'm at home. <laughs> and along those lines, we had, as a way to get like Celeste hyped about meeting Adam and Brianne, we're like, oh, they, they have a lot of fun things in their house and they, they like to play video games. And so that's what she was anticipating too. And she was not disappointed. She was not. <laughs> she was super excited. That she played Spyro for a while. And oh, cool. a little bit of Sonic. A little bit of Sonic. And then actually sat down and rated a couple of Nintendo games with us. Although she doesn't quite get the rating system. I think if we, I now realize that if we told her to rate instead of like out of 10, if we told her a number of stars out of five, like in Just Dance, like she would have understood that. Uh, well, <laughs> and for we could have translated it. For the record, her ratings are. The Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle got a 3 out of 10. Who Framed Roger Rabbit got a 1 out of 10. <laughs> Conquest of the Crystal Palace got a 5.9. 5 point? What? How did, how did we arrive at that? <laughs> oh, she just said, said that. 5.9. Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> Makes uh, sense. Daddy got a 10 Express rating. Well, Rianne yeah. got a 10 also. 
sort of grudgingly, but she was like, fine. Yeah. She's also a 10 and I got a six, five. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, she was asking for dog games and you picked what the crystal, whatever. Well, first I picked Snoopy's silly sports spectacular, which is like a bunch of mini games with Snoopy. And she liked that, even though she couldn't really, well, none of us really were very good at <laughs> She enjoyed just seeing dad suffer, trying to play yeah. overboard. And then she asked for another dog game, and I was like, I don't think we have another dog game. And then I picked up a game called Conquest of the Crystal Palace that turned out to have a dog character. So oh. I'm guessing that's what got me the point five. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> very fortuitous. But the Snoopy game, a couple of days later... Like when we were back in Wisconsin, she wanted to pretend to play that game, including she wanted to play it the way we played it, which was basically like for the sack race. Instead of waiting for the gun like to actually start, she would just keep getting fouls. I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) And so that's what she would do at home. And I'd like go like, all right, three, two. And then she would just jump past the starting line and then just like pause and like, nope, you got to come back. (laughs) It's like she gets that game. What about Overboard? Did you play Overboard? Oh, she you? wanted to play Overboard with me, and I refused. Overboard is where Snoopy and Spike try to shove each other off of a boat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just like, literally go up and just shove each other. <laughs> like, we're not playing that game. Ah, the classic game. <laughs> My favorite part is it looked like the goal was to push them off the edge of the boat, and then at one point, Spike just threw Charlie off the middle of the boat. <laughs> and Charlie's like, What? <laughs> How are you going to play that? Like Overboard? In her mind? Uh, I yeah. don't know. Shove each other? And then I was like, we're not actually shoving each other. And she's like, well, pretend. I'm like, I, I no. <laughs> you want to play balance the pizzas or whatever? <laughs> Let's do the pole vault into the river. <laughs> Which everyone fails in a completely different way. That's what I enjoy about that game. Nobody <laughs> actually knows how to do it. So I regret to inform everyone that having met Charlie's children they were actually quite lovely (laughs) i I realized that the soul of the podcast is antagonism but well still can be you could be like you don't deserve those children you can antagonize me by comparison (laughs) just makes you look worse right (laughs) yeah i guess yeah (laughs) how did you create them (laughs) Children are a miracle, but some are more miraculous than others. (laughs) And Celeste looks a lot like her mom. Yeah, a lot less facial hair than her dad. (laughs) Yep. So, um, yeah, they they came over. They had a good time. And then um, Charlie came over the last night after they'd gone to bed for some adult time. Yeah. Which was basically we played a board game and... Oh, we played uh, one more Nintendo game called Loops. Oh, yeah, Loops. This wasn't bad. But you found a mode that was different after I left. So I might have to re-rate. So Loops, is it's kind of like Tetris in that it gives you like particular shapes. But instead of like filling a well, you're like placing them on a play field and trying to make continuous loops and then those clear. But the the two-player version, I discovered at least one of the modes, the two people play at the same time on the same board. So there was definitely times where I was like building a loop and I was like, what am I going to do with this piece? And and I would go and just stick it in the middle of like whatever Brian was doing. (laughs) (laughs) That seems almost impossible. 
<laughs> like to actually complete even one loop. Yeah, yeah. It depends how comfortable <laughs> you want to be, I guess. But <laughs> I guess there's a lot of games like that that we just choose not to be super competitive at. A lot of board games, especially. For instance, what was the game that we played? Kingdom Builder. Yep. Kingdom, Kingdom Builder, Builder, like, or I mean, in the sense that it's like Catan, where like a lot of times you're just not antagonistic to other people. You just kind of do your own thing. That's always <laughs> been you, my Catan yeah. strategy. If you want to go to the next level, you start being aggressive. But if you're only start playing once, Charlie yeah. in high school. <laughs> Charlie in high school would just um he wasn't interested in winning he was interested in attempting to to destroy the first person who antagonized him I was attempting <laughs> to win future games <laughs> by setting up ever worked. precedent <laughs> if you ever attack me you will lose I will lose too so in future games yeah I know it never worked so yeah so, so were, they, were you guys playing on the uh the NES were you playing the uh the top loader in the, yep. in the bedroom there yes oh yeah charlie you gotta tell us what you thought of our setup oh yeah it was sweet i like everything everything had its place did you like the library i did yeah i'm proud of the library yeah yeah especially now that you've taken ownership of it back yeah although uh so. brianne's attempting to uh make a run at it oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Because, uh, so they left on a Sunday morning and at about the same time I started to feel sick and because we left and you were sad. Well, that's what I first thought, <laughs> but then I almost passed out on the way to the bathroom and then did pass out briefly while sitting at the bathroom and then misery happened. And I thought for a while, oh, maybe it's food poisoning. And then that thought was sort of reinforced when I reset my vomit clock. So now it's set at May 5th, 2023 at approximately 925 in the morning, uh, local Arizona time, when I threw everything up. So that was fun. And I was like, okay, it's food poisoning, except it didn't get any better. And then I had a fever and I was like, oh, yeah, nope. Fever, extreme dehydration, all that stuff. This is norovirus. Like, I'm really sorry, but there, well, it's a combination of two things. One, like, we really just did not want to cancel the trip, but also, like, based on the timeline, I was like, there's, I'm not going to get Adam and Brienne sick, am I? Like, that's like really towards the end of it. And like, we're not, I'm not going to make food for them. And I'm not going to be like, I guess I did hug you. Well, I mean, yeah, but you forgot about the power of the podcast. That's true. Mm-hmm. Curse. It's really. Yeah. Of the, the need to create more content. <laughs> Stories have to happen. That's right. <laughs> Charlie can't come up with topics that we're, <laughs> the universe is going to create them. So yeah, that was fun. Lasted a few days. I'm more or less okay now, other than I've noticed that I don't have a lot of energy. Like, my energy reserves haven't built up yet, but... Did you guys get, like, like a bloated stomach feeling? Like a rock gut sort of yes. thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like got... Some, I, yeah. I was literally massaging my stomach to try and relieve some of that feeling. Okay. Yeah, I had some weird pain, like, like higher up, like, maybe esophagus... Like, it was just, like, really weird and unusual, like, spots, but it was all, like, could be tracked along, like, the GI tract. Mm, so, yeah. Yeah, so, like, afterward, I was okay. like, okay, that was, that's what it was. But at the time, I was like, oh, this, <laughs> this feels really bad and not normal. I remember, like, you know, this might be a little gruesome, but I remember just feeling such joy the first time I 
actually farted after having norovirus. <laughs> like, wow, I can fart again? It's been days. Like, <laughs> it was only liquid. And, and like, actually, I can pass gas through my GI tract now <laughs> without, without uh, just having a mess. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll probably cut this part. It may be a bit. <laughs> I, I but, just had to get that out no, there. It's but it was the same thing. Like a joyous moment for me. I remember being like, "Wait, did I just do that?" Like <laughs> day and a half afterward, like I kept going to the bathroom. And Car's like, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "I'm probably all right. Like I'm probably just gonna fart, but I'm not gonna risk it." <laughs> yeah. I'll go to the bathroom every twenty minutes. That's fine. All right. Uh, I am sending you a text excerpt that I had with Doug, and then this will answer your question, Paul. <laughs> Yes. Wow. I feel like this really confirms that this confirms to me <laughs> years later that I definitely had norovirus. <laughs> but yes, the highs and lows of our short trip to Arizona yeah, your and the very flight back. Short trip. The flight back was very pleasant. No, oh, no vomit on that way. No, I got to play the switch. That was fun. What'd you play? I played Tunic. Oh, Tunic, which oh. was fun because. Kara was just like shaking her head at me because I was doing like, I mean, no spoilers, but like the last puzzle, basically the last puzzle in the game, which is kind of like involved and involves a lot of like opening up a like a paint style editor in my phone and like drawing a bunch of mm. pictures. <laughs> oh, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm reading an instruction manual in a video <laughs> within a video game and then drawing a picture based on what I see <laughs> and using it to input secret codes. <laughs> nerd <laughs> i've literally made tons of progress but don't need to save the game because i haven't moved my character from the spot <laughs> did wow. you like write were you were you the person who would write note actual notes in like the notes section of your instruction manuals? <laughs> <laughs> again no spoilers but yeah give if if you like zelda and like that sort of puzzle solving give it a try i think you can do pc pc switch probably a lot of other platforms too notice he did not answer your question paul am i the I'm type of person who did that, that? yes no i did not <laughs> okay. i i was not at all a note taker no, he had his own separate notebook i, <laughs> <laughs> I always yeah. appreciated the games where you had to do that but i didn't feel like there were that many you really had to take special notes for yeah or if they were they were when i was a lot older that Games started to force you to do that. The more hardcore puzzle games. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was that games really stepped, you know, stepped it up. I, I, I kind of feel like what, what's a game that would like Adam? Did you have to take a lot of notes for Fez? Oh yeah, Fez is a great example. That? Yeah. Uh, that's why I, I had to take a lot of the translation notes. I remember that. Yeah, I think I was trying just to like, read I don't the language stuff, <laughs> and then yeah, trying to figure out like what the number ciphers and things like those were. I remember, yeah, I definitely had like a couple pages just covered in small text of just random lines and yeah. That reminds me, I have to look up now and see if anyone's figured out there's one puzzle in Fez that at least for like a year afterward, like people brute force solved it, but nobody knew why that was the solution to the puzzle. Like maybe by now somebody's figured it out. Yeah, I don't know. I'll never forget watching like being an elementary schooler and watching my friend brute force some puzzle in one of the Indiana Jones games on Mac. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, like, he just kept turning like the stone dial. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> Try it again. 
<laughs> it's being real systematic. And I just was like <laughs> sitting there like, yeah, this is, you know, this is entertaining, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I won't call my parents and go home right now. <laughs> Maybe we'll play some Dark Forces soon. <laughs> wow, Dark Forces on the Mac. Was that on the Mac? It must have been. It might have been. Because I think that they're, they're, I think they like only had Macs. I know I played Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis on a Macintosh originally. So that I can confirm for sure. Okay. But yes, tell us about your vermin problem, Charlie. Oh, so this was probably a couple weeks before. So my basement is still a mess, but it will start to be completed in the next week, actually starting Monday. Why is your basement a mess? All right, so here's how it's set up. Like, there's a back area that's for, like, tools and storage. There's, like, the middle area, which is basically we're using as a playroom. How many tools could you possibly own? I said that's what it's for. It's a workbench. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't put tools there. I mean, this is the person who guessed round saw for router. (laughs) So. I own several round saws now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) A, I do not believe you. (laughs) Round saw? (laughs) <laughs> yeah we got I feel like video this is proof new speak or something like. <laughs> so do you remember quiz busters the wkr tv show paul yeah yes yeah i do all right so there would be head-to-head rounds where you'd go up against one other person on the team and be each person like they'd systematically go player by player and the answer would always be like the first they'd give you like the first two or three letters like gra or whatever so the letters were R-O-U, and I don't remember the exact clue, but it was some sort of like power tool thing. And the other person, Charlie's opponent, clearly had no idea. And Charlie buzzes in and says, round saw? <laughs> all right, all right. In my defense, there is no penalty for getting it wrong, and Fair. the other person didn't know it. So the only harm in guessing it incorrectly was embarrassment and having to hear about it for 20 years afterwards. 25 years. And who could have foreseen that? (laughs) (laughs) Like, yes, going back. And if I had advice to give myself as a teenager, that the one thing I would say is don't say that. (laughs) You know, a lot that really reminds me of my brief. (laughs) Like that, that seems very familiar of my brief time on the quiz bowl team. When at one competition, I, was the JV team, I think. It was basically me versus an entire team. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll just buzz in first every time and say something. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I don't think it actually ended up working like that because uh, I didn't quite have that level of confidence to just buzz in and then decide if I know it. But (laughs) it would have been the smarter strategy. And I tried. I made a lot of wild guesses. But thankfully, I don't think... I mean, maybe someone's out there talking about it to this day, but I highly doubt it. <laughs> Remember that time we played against DeWitt's JV team and just <laughs> the guy kept just buzzing in and then he'd just stare. <laughs> <laughs> stare. Stare. <laughs> All right, it's like so he yeah, just but... threw the turn and was waiting for it to come back. <laughs> Not doing anything, just patiently waiting. <laughs> so you have a place for your tools. Thanks, Cinco. Yeah. So uh, some unfinished, uh, here's how we'll put it. Some unfinished space in the back, a middle finished area, and then a laundry room. Unfinished as in dirt? No, it's just got concrete floor. Like, oh, okay. No, yeah. And Not like a root cellar. No, no, no. 
And so the finished area looked fine, but didn't smell quite right. And one time when it was raining, we noticed in the unfinished area that water was just leaching in through the walls just from pressure, right? I guess I mean that happens in basements if the land around it isn't graded properly. Sure. Um, and that settles over time, too. So you got to periodically regrade it, I right. believe. And so that water was leaking in and pooling next to the finished wall, like the adjacent finished wall. And we looked down there and there was tons of mold, right? That had clearly been there a long time, like from before we bought the house and the inspector hadn't caught it because there was a bunch of stuff in the way, which probably meant that the guy who sold it to us knew that that was happening and decided uh, to put a bunch of stuff in the way that the inspector wasn't allowed to like, move. Eh, the inspector won't push it. He won't. Yeah. And so we're like, fine, we'll take that down. Like, we'll have to take this wall down and get the mold mitigated. And we did that. And then they're like, you should take a look at these other walls, too. Like, all of the finished walls here. And sure enough, they had just put drywall over the walls. Did you buy the Amityville Horror House and it's, like, just blood back there that (laughs) turned into mold? Well, if it was blood, I wouldn't feel as cheated. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's, like if I you're mean, trying to get rid of a haunted like house a, that's one thing but that's a feature <laughs> <laughs> so basically there's mold everywhere so we just gradually had to tear down all the walls get all the mold mitigated with the amityville house they're like oh these walls are leaking blood just put drywall in front of it <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine for long enough <laughs> we'll be able to sell it <laughs> So all I got taken down, all the mold's been mitigated. We got mold testing. There's no more mold down there. But there's also a bathroom. And so they took down the walls in the bathroom as well and pulled up the tub. There was mold under the tub, not from the walls, but because the tub wasn't sealed properly ever. Yeah, it sounds about right. There was a hole underneath the tub, like where the pipes come in. They hadn't properly cemented around when they pulled the pipes through. And so there's just a hole there. And it was like, okay, well, fine. But then that night after they had pulled up the tub, a squirrel got into our basement and was just kind of hanging out in the corner for a long time. It was too scared to come out. And I kept trying to trap, but we have like a live trap from when we trapped a woodchuck, you know, a few months ago. Uh, no, hold on. What what woodchuck? You don't know about the woodchuck? That was living under our about, porch. We don't know about the woodchuck. The woodchuck <laughs> yeah, was living under the porch. Um, we have some fun pictures. Fridge. Oh, no. The porch. <laughs> Car has a fun picture of it, like hanging out next to the live trap, just like living its best life and not going on the <laughs> trap. <laughs> but we eventually did get it, and I just went to. Well, I guess I won't say on the podcast where I went to release it because it was someplace I was not supposed to release it, even though I know other similar animals live there. <laughs> we don't want to dox any woodchucks. Uh. <laughs> was, it, was it Sam Hansen's house? <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> It was a naturey area that is technically not private property. <laughs> Did you go to Mr. Burns's mansion and just let it out on the grounds? Yeah. Is this I, one of the, is this something you just had like a, you know, it's like there's a path, but path through it, but it's like there's like a sign that talks about it being an easement from the property owner. No, I, it's fine. Nobody <laughs> listens. Nobody from the park service is going to listen to it. It was like, uh, he took it to the hospital. No, I just took it to like a public <laughs> park that like I knew nobody was around and I just let it go because I knew that there was other woodchucks that live there. But oh, it specifically it says if you look it up in Wisconsin, you're not supposed to just let animals out. You're supposed to get like a private company to come and figure out what to do with it or like oh, get really? someone to agree 
to have you let you put it on their private property. He took it to the golf course, didn't he? <laughs> He'd probably love to live on the golf course. Classic. <laughs> but anyway, I had this big woodchuck size trap. It was not heavy enough to to trigger the trap. So it ra- I kept swinging at it with a broom and it ran in a couple times, <laughs> just ran out and then eventually jumped straight at me. Like I think it didn't know what to do. It just jumped straight at my head and I was able to dodge and it flew past me and then got up in the ceiling, which was fine, I guess. Like, well, eventually it'll get hungry. The only place that can get food is in this trap. So it'll come down. No, it decided about two days later, it was hungry and thirsty enough that Car was in the kitchen and she heard the cat jump up on the counter next to her. And she's like, Marin doesn't usually jump up on the counter, like not while I'm like actively making food. And nah, it was the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so Car grabbed the kids and like ran into Celeste's room, like was able to fig- like watch and see where the squirrel went. And then like I had to leave work <laughs> and come <laughs> home and take care of the squirrel. Uh, so it was in the living room. Like I tried to box it into the living room before I agitated it. I had Chaser with me. And I got him on a leash and was basically using him like a hunting dog to like corral a squirrel. So you're terrorizing a squirrel. Yes. Yes. And instead of going out the front door, which was wide open, it decided to jump around. And this time it jumped and landed on my leg and like kind of parkoured off of it and then went back where it came from and then ran around a bunch of times. And then Chaser definitely got a hold of it. And then it ran out the door. Yeah. And then we had squirrel blood all over our carpet. <laughs> Which luckily wasn't dog blood. We thought it was dog blood for a while. And we're like, no, Chaser seems okay. So it ran out the front door and then presumably went right back under the house and tried to get back up the hole again. But by that point, I had put a bunch of boards over top of it, which is where we are today. (laughs) So how was the rabies shot? Oh, well, so we asked. Well, okay. It didn't bite me. And we we called the vet. We're like, "Uh, well, we saw our dog tangle with a squirrel. And they're like, is he bleeding? I said, no. And they're like, just wait and see. He'll probably be fine. You don't have to bring him in. So, See if he starts foaming or not. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which was good because we didn't want to, have to take him to the vet again because like a month earlier, he had eaten like 50 raisins. That's like Celeste was eating a snack and he just jumped up and ate a bunch of raisins off of her plate. So we had to go get a stomach pump for that. Dogs can't eat raisins. Yeah, they can't eat grapes. And the vet was like, no, we found 50 raisins. This was definitely the right thing to do. <laughs> I don't like I realize that. Yeah, like in a, even like in a day or two, they could die if they eat enough oh. raisins or grapes, but they usually don't eat grapes. Yeah, I was like, I feel bad for, the, for that time when I was a kid. I tried to feed uh, our dog a grape, but he wasn't having it anyway. So. Oh, no, they don't really like grapes, but raisins, <laughs> they're small would... enough that they just like chomp them and eat them and then probably are like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm finally tasting that and it's in my stomach. I don't like it. Anyway, that's our excitement. Well then. That is I mean This is my third squirrel story on the podcast, I believe. The first one was in well, I think I wrote a post on my old website about that, where there's a squirrel living in the vents. And then there was the yeah. squirrels that were living in my attic in my old house, including flying squirrels. I mean, you had a big old orgy up there, there presumably. Yeah, there was a story about watching squirrels do it out your window or something. Oh, yeah, they did that, too. Probably right after, before and after they went into my attic. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's where the main party is. And then the trees are where you go to peel off for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. I mean, basically, your house is like the set of a slasher movie from the squirrel perspective. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, three separate locations. So it's 
it's a me thing. Yeah. I can't blame the, I can't blame yeah, the, uh, the houses or the apartment. Unless someone ends up like, out to get you and is planning squirrels. Oh, it could be. In your places of domicile. Who would do that? Well, that's what Conspiracy Corner is for. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Conspiracy Corner. Huh. Uh, okay. So somebody who dislikes me or likes to see me suffer, but it's not you. Yeah, that's too much work. Yeah, that's too far away. You the most I would do, do is anonymously send you a copy of Chairman of the Board on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched that yet? Uh, not yet, but we have to be together for that. I should have brought it. Oh, yeah. But let's see. Um, maybe somebody who wants me out, but not out of any particular place. Maybe out of the city? Mm, no, it's probably more likely a grudge thing. Oh, it just wants me to suffer. Yeah. Hmm. So somebody I've known since before probably 2005, 2006. It's not Paul. Since you moved to Wisconsin. Yeah. Hmm. That's still here. Before or after Kara? Oh, before. Long before. For the, it would be the first squirrel. All right. So it's not her. No. Well, well, she's suffering too. I, I don't think Unless she's that, a great yeah, like, actress. Yeah. Her, her coming on the scene after the first squirrel does not keep her out of the conspiracy. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Now, it could be, I don't know if I want to say this, but it could be a time travel thing. Oh. Like that she, at some point, goes back in time to plant the first squirrel. Oh. Why would she do that? No. Of all the things you could use time travel for. Wait, like, what else would you use time travel for? Um, winning the lottery? Preventing but tragedies? I, I think that if you could use time travel, things other be, other than like squirrel hijinks, that we would know about it already. Yeah, <laughs> it's the paradox. <laughs> Time travel can only be used to explain fairly inconsequential things. <laughs> <laughs> one, <laughs> one single inconsequential thing. Well, think about it. No one's going to believe that's time travel. <laughs> yeah. Well, then this could be somebody I haven't even met yet. Yeah, it could be. It could be your daughter or son. It could be. Hmm. Yeah, this actually could be a butterfly effect type thing, and could be. Yeah. Well, you know, all right. My daughter like, did. Celeste could be saving the future of humanity by. You that's know, true. Like, well, well, we got to let the squirrel loose in the basement. <laughs> again, does not completely eliminate her, but she was here when this last squirrel came out, and I think was confused uh, by it. She was. I mean, she was scared. She was confused. I don't think she was terrified. I don't think Connor. It could be Connor. Like. Because he was just kind of like, it's eh. in the name. Mm. Is his first name actually John? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. What's his middle name? You told me, but I forgot. Riley. Dox him now. What? Dox him now? Have you seen Riley? Yeah. No, you're, you're, we're, I think our connection's suffering momentarily. Oh, okay. I thought you said Dox him now. I'm like, Dox my own son? <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> Tell us where he lives. <laughs> Is his name John Connor Riley Wallace? Uh, could be. In the future, he can rename himself whatever he wants. I think it's too oh. much of a coincidence. Maybe if you don't have a sufficient fear of squirrels, then you're not prepared for Squirrel Skynet when it takes over. Yeah. Hmm. So this is for my benefit, then. It's not to torture me. Well, humanity's benefit. Oh. <laughs> All right. No, okay. I think that's the most likely. Yeah. Run past Kara, see what she thinks. We can only anticipate more squirrels. 
There will be more squirrels. Unless you're sufficiently indoctrinated against them. No, I still think they're fine. They were just scared. Yeah, you need more work. (laughs) Bigger squirrels. Meaner squirrels. Bigger, meaner squirrels. So that's like what? A sloth? (laughs) What are squirrels? (laughs) A lemur? Uh, What are squirrels? (laughs) (laughs) What are they? Uh, Squirrel day, right? But that's all I remember. So that's the. Is that just the squirrel family? I mean, if we're doing time travel, I'm sure you can go get some prehistoric large squirrels. squirrels. Look at pictures of the largest squirrel. Largest squirrel species. Black giant squirrel. Uh, Weigh around two to three pounds. Oh, that's kind of big. Well, anyway, if you have access to any point in time and any location on Earth, I'm sure you can find worse squirrels. Well, sure, but that has to be in a way that time travel isn't believed to be involved, right? You can't have some giant extinct squirrel suddenly show up in Wisconsin. Hmm. Do you think people would believe me if I came with like, well, it just ran off in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night. No one would ever find it again. I mean, you know, but maybe if other people saw it, then that might be too much of a risk. Well, the solution's easy. Just just more squirrels. Multiple squirrels at the same time. In the house, not in the attic. Streaming down the, the chimney. <laughs> it's a, it's like now, now it's becoming like... It's like the mummy. The squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> the squirrels form a bridge to cross a chasm. <laughs> I just want to re- reread Squirrel Girl. Oh, yeah. How are we on this topic? Oh, right. Conspiracy corner. So, yeah. Crazy conspiracy. But then don't I have the ability to prevent my child from doing this now that I know that it was him? Or is it one of these inevitable time loop things? Yeah. Whatever you do to prevent it will be the thing that inevitably causes it. Yeah. And it'll just push him away from me. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or no, you, you may know, not like... have a squirrel as a pet. <laughs> no squirrels in this house, young man. And then he grows up to be like a... <laughs> Squirrel doctor or something. <laughs> Squirrel. It's not such contempt. <laughs> Squirrel doctors. <laughs> yeah, I like it when the ultimate outcome of the conspiracy theory is that essentially, well, no action should be taken. <laughs> But the deep those benign thing. conspiracy theories, like, well, you know, <laughs> just do what you were going to do anyway, <laughs> given your surroundings. Can you say it's any worse than the alternative? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say the conspiracists are right, but they're not, like, necessarily wrong. It's just kind of neutral. <laughs> <laughs> Always the sign of a good conspiracy. Leaves the listener apathetic about the outcome. makes for great podcast material (laughs) (laughs) nothing better than finishing up your theory and getting the response "Eh, okay (laughs) and (laughs) so what here on conspiracy corner we promise you will be whelmed with our conspiracy (laughs) (laughs) so squirrels are order rodentia so mm. I just remember at some level uh, they're a uh, skewer day. Yeah, that's the the family. Gotcha. Okay. Apparently, there's some when you include flying squirrels, there's some much bigger ones. Oh yeah. 
the Bhutan giant flying squirrel. Wow. One of the largest, with a head and body length of about one foot two inches to two feet three inches. So that that seems a bit bigger than the yeah, that's a big you squirrel. know plus a plus a one to two foot tail. So that's a pretty good size squirrel. That's a lot of squirrel. I love all these pictures of it too because they're always at night and its eyes are glowing <laughs> so demonically. <laughs> I'm glad we have a blog photo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is this the squirrel stalking Charlie from the future? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean one of one of these shots, it all you know, it really just looks full of malice. So, or it, or at the very least scheming. I think it's whenever you see that squirrel the squirrel hands, uh, whatever. Oh yeah. They're always talons. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, there's there's two plagues following me around. Then there's disease, rodents, squirrels. <laughs> I'm pretty much doomed. I think is what we've determined so far in this episode. Unless you rise up to become the hero that you didn't know you could be. <laughs> I think I think that's uh, the ultimate outcome. Really? Yeah. You think that's gonna happen? Yeah. And you have but a lot I, more faith in me than I do. <laughs> well, I it's ultimately the it. faith. It's the faith that Connor John has in you. <laughs> oh, hmm. <laughs> yep. Or it could be your yet unborn third child. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it could be Jared from Subway, the beloved character, not the real person, <laughs> Kesa Wallace from the future, trying to save us. <laughs> I forgot about the. Kesa. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember why we decided that was his middle name, but yeah. I forgot about Kesa. <laughs> he always got to add some queso. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you make a baby. <laughs> I mean, that's probably enough material. But if you either of you actually did have any topics, <laughs> I mean, I wanted to discuss the conversation where Jared from Subway, the beloved mascot, not the actual guy, Queso Wallace, asks you about his name, and you tell him that it's a reference to where and how he was conceived <laughs> a subway <laughs> a subway on a cardboard cutout in the back <laughs> <laughs> during one of their limited time queso deals <laughs> I'm just imagining that. the subway that still has the cardboard cutout <laughs> <laughs> yeah it props up the supervisor desk like, <laughs> we're too embarrassed to throw it in the trash. Oh. We thought someone might see it, so we're hiding it back there. <laughs> yeah, there's no way to get it out. It's such a busy location. <laughs> no, I just imagine. And if it's you a... cut it into small pieces, that actually curses you with the ghost of Jared. <laughs> it makes more Jared the beloved when you character, cut it up. not the actual guy. <laughs> I assume there's just a manager who's like, ah, he'll be back. Let's just say for when that happens. <laughs> Like these, things are, these, these things are always going cycles. <laughs> yeah, this is like a hoarder. He's like, well, <laughs> you can't throw that out. It's I'm going to use that. <laughs> this, is, this is cardboard gold right here. <laughs> we can paint over it. We can make a new character. Just give him like a mustache, you know. <laughs> so your solution to making it less creepy would be giving him a mustache yeah like a nice <laughs> a nice like you know 
<laughs> That's always how you uncreepify someone. <laughs> See, it's, it's, uh, he's, he's not creepy. He's a hipster. I found a photo on the internet, but it won't let me share it. But it looks like at some point there were cardboard cutouts. Yeah, that, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing one. Or I'm just, or it's just been implanted in my memory. I don't know. That could be another possible use of time travel. Oh, and now I'm into the tasteless memes. All right, we're done. <laughs> anyway, that probably wraps it up for this edition of the Gobesky Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobesky. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And we had a guest with us today. His name was Paul Wilcox. It was uh, it was great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, thank you for being on a very Charlie-centric episode. Yeah, I think we were due for you were due. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> we got that out of the way. Been sitting on you've been sitting on woodchuck stories you haven't told anyone about. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to hear more uh, critter tales, critter, <laughs> critter, tales. critter tales. I was like, I was like, tales from the critter. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tales from the crawl space. <laughs> Tales from the crawl space. Crawl oh. space. Well, Paul, I reckon that about wraps it up for another episode of the Goveski Wallace Report. Yes, it does. But the fun doesn't have to end here. No? No. You can check out our other episodes at GobeskiWallaceReport.com. Do we have a social media presence as well? Yes, we do. I suppose it's probably, <laughs> what, Twitter and Facebook? Uh, we are on, on Twitter at GW Report. I guess that'll have to do for now. Yep, I guess so. Conspiracy corner. All right, but obviously you have to put in the yeah, real one. Yeah, put the real one. Yes, yeah. that was fun though. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>